0: Welcome in to another episode of the Dude and Bird Show. I'm the dude. Bird flying around. Uh, Our show is built on and built by Greater Boston Fitness. Yep. Make sure you go check them out. 321 Chargers Street in Revere, where they build people. Get a free five-day trial over there. Just go over and say, what's up? That's where... Maybe Bird will make you a shake, too, when you're there.
1: Yeah, I haven't been in like three But it ain't
0: free. You're going to have to pay top dollar for it because it's a top dollar high-performance shake. Yes, it is. All right? Yeah. That's what he's cutting bananas for. (laughs) So over here on the starting five today... We'll hit another Red Sox roundup. Then at number two, Bird did some uh, investigating here. We're going to go a little, back a and look over the last 20 years of the NFL draft at a specific pick. Oh, yeah. Sixth round, number 199. Sometimes it was seventh round. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because uh, picks are a wash or compensatories mm-hmm. and all that, yeah. Yeah, all that shenanigans. Yeah, that's cool. Then at number three, we're going to take a look at the New England sports survey results that was, that was just released. That was kind of shady. Some interesting findings there. Yeah, there is. Number four, we're going to do another Patriots pat down. We'll hit on a couple items over there. And then at number five, we got the rundown. And in the rundown, we got a new segment for you. Yeah, we do. I'm excited for this one. That chances are we're probably going to do it every week. Oh, that's fine. But me. it all depends on if we can find <laughs> what we need to An fit item. our agenda. Yes. You'll learn more about that here today.
1: After this segment, tweet at us for the certain items. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. If you come across (laughs) it, just tweet at us the location. As long as it doesn't exceed the maximum value of in which we're trying to spend. And I'm not driving to Vermont to get the certain item. No, (laughs) ain't nobody got time for that. Doing your own time. Yeah, exactly. All right, so. The Red Sox roundup here. Yep. Oh, before I get to that, make sure you go follow us on Twitter at Dude and Bird Show and like us on iTunes and Google Play and all that. Subscribe and review us. Mm-hmm. So uh, let us know. Yeah, exactly. So in the Red get- Sox roundup, they had their ninth walk-off win Wednesday night. Yeah, they did. On a two-run comeback. Mm-hmm. As we've been saying, it's the year of the comeback. Yes, it is. They came back yesterday in the seventh inning. Yeah. Great inning. Yes, it was. Kicked it wide open. It was like an hour inning. I wanted to
1: kill somebody. Oh, dude, that, <laughs> that game
0: dragged. They it was dragged. no, it
1: was moving along pretty well because everyone was freaking out all this, over the rainstorm oh, coming yeah. our way. We're like, do you think we'll make it to the fifth before the rainstorm comes? I'm like, yeah, I think we will. I was looking at the radar all night. I'm like, yeah. we got this. Sure. And then, like, the seventh inning rolls around, and it was just like an hour and a half. I'm exaggerating a little bit, but it was just taking forever. We were down, what, 6-3, to 6-2. to two. And then we came back later on in the seventh inning, and got another four runs, and it was seven to six. And then game finished nine to six. And while it was seven to six, I ran to the big cast from the WWE, and I said, "Hey, what's up, buddy? <laughs> May I get a picture with you? Is it cool?" It's like, "Yeah, yeah." So I ripped off my security jacket. So it was like, "Yeah,
0: picture." I oh, yeah, sorry, that's a good picture. He's man. like, "I'm
1: pretty pissed right now." I'm like, "I was pissed the last inning." <laughs> what did his
0: T-shirt say? Uh, Hold on, something about Judge. I was cracking up. I'm like, that shirt's awesome, dude. I would have had him, I would have done like a video with him. So he's doing his little. He does that thing, right? The Judge's Chambers 99. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's funny. That's a good shirt. Yeah, it is. It's clever. Good play on words there. Quality shirt was good, too. I'm like, all right, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. So I wonder when Judge, I wonder if that's what he calls his his Leia, where he brings his chicks. (laughs) The Judge's
1: Chambers. I like that. Yeah. I would use that if I was him. Oh, my God, yeah. He's, like, younger than us. You want to come
0: check out the judges' chambers?
1: Slaying slam pigs.
0: I'll show you my Louisville slugger.
1: Sorry, war pigs. Is it war pigs or slam pigs? Or both. Either one. Okay,
0: cool. Depends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I love it. Yeah,
1: yeah. Big Cass was a cool guy, but he was pretty pissed off at that time. Is he <laughs> as big as he looks? Yes, he is. Yeah. I can't post the picture because my boss like, please don't post that. You're yeah. working. I'm like, no, I took it after the game. He's like, no, please don't. I'm like,
0: yeah, okay, he looks right. like a moose.
1: Yeah, he's huge. He's huge. And his friends from he grew up with were there, so I yep. hooked them up too. Sure. Just got them closer to him. That's all. They're sitting all over the place. Yeah, because there's <laughs> usually empty seats anywhere. Oh, people were like, leaving. Like, that yeah, during the seventh, I'm like, "Where are you going? What? Why are you leaving? If you are going to drink, cool. I, I, it's like I saw a few yeah. families leaving the kids. I get that. That's fine. I but get if you're it. our age and you're leaving, like. No, unless you go in the bar watch the game. Okay, fine. I'm okay with that. Yeah. If you're leaving just to leave because it's six to three or six to two and you're pissed about it, like, come on, dude. Yeah. Grow trying off. to
0: beat the rush out yeah. of the ballpark. I get it, but at the same time, it's like, no, dude, stay. they still got time. Yeah. There's plenty it's of time. It's the year of the comeback, man. Why are you going to leave? You're risking missing it. Yeah. But I'm, I'm
1: pissed that we're making comebacks against crappy teams like the White Sox. Well, yeah. We they're should should be terrible. terrible that. But the Yankees. Yeah. No, no, it's it's a no, good no, win. no. Yeah, yeah. Here the Yankees up top, and the Chicago White Sox are the bottom breeders right now. Yeah, but we shouldn't be making comebacks like that against the bottom breeders. No, we should be killing these teams.
0: Exactly, because they they should have the lead more often than not in most of these games. Yeah, I agree. It's just the pitching. Yep. And I don't know why Frell loves Bond so much. Oh man, <laughs> he's been terrible lately. Just like, holy him, cow! Like
1: give him a rest. Go with Hambrick and those other guys, will you? Yeah. Like, I mean, he's not. But still.
0: Addison Reed had a a great two-inning pitch out last night. Yeah, yeah. He was good. It's nice to see him. So the word, Giancarlo Stanton got placed on uh, waivers or whatever. He cleared him Really? Down in Florida. Yeah, because people probably don't want to pick up his contract. How much is it? Do you know off the top of your head? I forget. It was was a big dollar value. And obviously, there's only a few teams in the league that'd be more than willing to take that on. Yeah, awesome. Yankees. And none of them showed interest (laughs) in him. So... They could open up on the trade market because he cleared waivers. I'm pretty sure that you can negotiate a trade. Now, mm-hmm. would you turn around and try to trade for him if you were the Boston Red Sox? Uh, everyone everyone I've talked to has said yes and I agree with it too. He'd be
1: great right in the middle of the lineup.
0: I'd, I'd trade for him too. Who would you give up though? That's a big question. Jeez. <laughs> uh, because they're obviously going to want a combination of some sort of young players.
1: And It depends on who it is.
0: Uh, no, we're not giving, no more farm kids. And now no that, more farm kids. And now that they have no. new ownership, they're going to be looking towards the future mm-hmm. and wanting to build an actual ball club. Because now I don't think they're just going to be the run of the mill bottom of the Barrow baseball team
1: no no you got Jeter run stuff down
0: there like exactly <laughs> exactly he he's a champion mm-hmm. so he's gonna want to build a championship ball club because yeah. the Marlins haven't seen a World Series since what 97 no Something like that 2003 sorry yeah 2003 but they won it in the late 90s too as well right yeah they, beat, they won two
1: they beat the Indians in 97 and they beat the Yankees in 03 yes I remember that yes yeah. I want to talk about that ALCS game, please. No, I know.
0: <laughs> but all right, so they haven't they haven't done squat in almost fifteen no, years now at this, at this point. They haven't done They're jack. approaching that. So now's the time for them. Make moves. But if that's the case, why would you want to trade away that kind of guy?
1: I don't know. Something's going on down there that we don't know about. It's true. This is probably internal. Is he a good teammate? Is he a- So wait, what would you offer them for him? Not Mookie, one of the all. Outfiel- I'll probably do. I want to give away Mookie.
0: That's the That's question. What outfielder big. is untouchable to you? Is it Mookie or is it Benny?
1: No, no, you don't touch Benintendi. No, okay, you keep him here. Okay, I think
0: Mookie's um, tradeable. JBJ, because <clears throat> I heard someone throw out there a JBJ and X Man. I don't know, about uh, I
1: don't want to give away anybody. Uh, the whole team's so doing so well and gelled, meshed so well in their own
0: winning. Yep. Sure. I don't
1: want to, I don't want to mess that up.
0: No, X Man X sucks at the plate this year. He's, he's terrible. I'm okay if they want to trade X Man. I'm okay. And then cause that's I, you're gonna Paul have gots, to give him more I than so. that. I don't, the whole I don't thing want is, is do it the off The whole thing is is who would you replace him with? Because like you said, just said, do it in the off season. I'd prefer that as well. Yeah. See what this don't, year... Don't mess up the yes, chemistry right now. See how the team's going, and then come off season.
1: I mean, if no one's going to pick them up now, then just get them in the off season.
0: Because at that point, you could turn around. I didn't go and look. It's something I should definitely go and look into. Is That's right. Potential free agents for next year, because obviously, you say you did trade X-Man and uh, an outfielder. Take your pick. Mm-hmm. Now you're going to have to replace your shortstop. I don't think there's anyone coming up in the system... I don't think where's Devis play. I I think he might be a natural third baseman, but I could Damn. be completely wrong okay. about that. I'm not sure. All right, yeah, he's third. At that, do you turn around and re-sign Nunez, put him at short, or do you check out the market and see who's available? They have options. So what do you do? Because oh. I would definitely, I would definitely get. I'd give him JBJ and X Man and a third player if they wanted a bottom a, a bottom feeder player. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Just get rid of, get, give them bonds. A guy, yeah, no, exactly. A guy in the bullpen. Give, yeah, give him some sort of an arm. I'd even throw E Rod in that.
1: Oh, yeah, I can't stand him when he pitches. I can't stand it. He's, he's, everyone's like, he's so great. Yeah, in triple A. He gets the Mages, and craps his pants. Maybe four or five innings, if that. Yeah. It's just, oh, I know he's, oh, I'm all over the place right now, but still, like, it's just frustrating
0: to watch him pitch in the Mages. No, it really is. Oh. He's hit or miss. Yeah, exactly. He's so hitter, man. There's no constant. I feel bad for him. Well, he's probably still trying to get his footing coming back from injury, even though he's had a few starts now at this point. You should be ready to go after a couple of starts. Not, not, not this BS that's yeah. going on right now. It's, it's
1: frustrating for me. Yeah, yeah. Especially when I'm there every da- goddamn day. <laughs> 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 make I make sit through it all. Yeah. Mm, <laughs> well, I'm, never, right. I'm running around.
0: So Bird was here. He's been doing a bunch of research this past week. Yes, I have been. So he's gonna go back. We're going back twenty years. Twenty years. We're gonna look at number pick one ninety nine. Yes, we whether it was sixth round, seventh round, whatever, wherever it fell. fell. Number one ninety nine because of our boy, Tom Brady, who we believe is probably the best number one, the best number one ninety nine pick ever in the NFL history. Mm -hmm. Never mind twenty years in the whole history. Yeah. He's probably the best draft pick in the whole history. Of the NFL Oh, maybe draft. The sixth round, yeah. Because he's probably the best player to ever play in the NFL. He just turned 40 years old. Mm-hmm. He's coming into, what's it, his 18th season now in yeah, the NFL? Yes, 2000, yes. 18. So, Tom Brady, we're going to get loud for you because your number pick, 199. <laughs> and Bird's going to take it away here. And you're going to start with, you want to go back in time and come up to today? Yeah. Okay. I'll start in 1997. Perfect. So, the Steelers selected...
1: Rod Manuel, a DN from Oklahoma. No idea. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you want to guess how many games he played? Right, In four. Seasons. Mm, close. Three games, two seasons, zero stats. So he just rolled the bench. Yeah, he's just a probably practice guy. Cool. <laughs> Seventh round, 199. Ephraim Salam. I think I said it right. Did I say that right? Ephraim Salam? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Just making sure. He's an offensive tackle. San Diego State. Now, this one's pretty good. 13 seasons at O-Tackle. He played in Atlanta, Denver, Jacksonville, Houston, Detroit, and back to Houston. That's not that's that's decent. Yeah. That's a decent. No, because I, I his last name sounds familiar. I think he retired like in 2012 or 2013. I'm not hundred percent. Good pick. Not bad. Good pick. Not bad. Solid,
0: serviceable player. That's nice.
1: So I got a linebacker in 1999, and Dalton. Nope. He's from Hampton,
0: like Massachusetts, in New Hampshire.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the college hands. <Hampton>. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Zero stats. Yeah. Ride the bench in five games. Yeah, good luck. He played in Minnesota, New England, and then he went to the CFL hmm. where he played for the Berlin Thunder and Edmonton Eskimos. Oh. Mm. <laughs> so that's that. Yeah. Obviously, 2000s. Th- our Lord and Savior, Tom Brady. Yep. So, we, yeah. so we're not going to get into that because we know. Yep. In 2001. Tennessee Titans selected Adam Hayer, on offensive tackle for Minnesota. He played 20 games. Yeah. This one's an interesting one. Chicago Bears take Adrian Peterson, running back Georgia Southern. Had a career average over uh, 1,200 rushing yards. I had no idea. I had to recheck this like, a couple of times, so I'm thinking Adrian Peterson from Minnesota. Like, yeah. This no, no this is like, another going? one. Yeah. So he huh. had a decent career. All right. It's a couple APs out there. Yeah, I had no idea. No. In 03, the New York Giants selected Willie Porter. He was a wide receiver at Southeast Missouri State. Yeah. He had 122 career. He was basically a kickoff returner. Okay. That's not bad. No. No. Clarence Moore, wide receiver, (laughs) Northern Arizona. This is sad. How many career catches do you think he had? (laughs) Seven.
0: More? Uh, 34. Down. Uh, Close. 27? Up. 29? Yep.
1: That's pretty bad. Clarence Ball 29 career catches at the 6th pick, 199th pick. 6th round, 99th, 199th pick, excuse me. So, in 2005, the Kansas City Chiefs selected Kerry Long, D.N. Baylor. He played one career game. <laughs> uh, in 06, the Indianapolis Colts selected Charlie Johnson, offensive tackle of Oklahoma State, 134 career games. Not bad, not bad. Okay. Alright, that's not bad. No. He played his share. I feel like the sixth-round offensive linemen in these in these past few years are worthy. Yeah, of sticking around. Because
0: right there, that's that's two guys outside of Tom Brady that had serviceable NFL careers. Exactly. And then
1: <laughs> we got a center from the Miami Dolphins, Drew Marana, Marino Marmino Marmino hmm. Marmino. Sorry, excuse yeah, me. I He's from know, Central whatever. Michigan. No stats. Yeah, he didn't do dick. Uh, New York Giants. In 08. Robert Henderson. He's a DN Southern Miss. No stats. No. Cox. 09. Oakland Raiders. Striker Sulak. DN Missouri. Nothing. More Cox. Yep. Minnesota Vikings. Joe Webb. Wide receiver. Alabama, Alabama Birmingham. Hey, Joe Webb. Yeah. the
0: quarter, He played quarterback too, didn't he?
1: I believe so. Is that him?
0: I, I think, think he so. helped me win my fantasy football championship that year. <laughs> he had eight career catches. <laughs> so one of those catches you caught him at the right time. No, I think he was playing <laughs> Q for them Who the, at who? that time. Minnesota? Yeah. I think he ended up at the end of the season. I believe you. You could continue.
1: <sighs> All right. In 2011, Jarrell Powell, defensive tackle, Ole Miss, he had 12 career tackles. 2012, San Francisco 49ers select Jason Slowly, offensive lineman, Western Oregon, zero stats. More trash. Mm-hmm. Detroit Lions. This is a good one. Ooh, I'm ready. Theo Ridrick. Oh, Running good pick. Back, Notre Dame. Good pick. He's solid. Yep, 1400. Decent yards. runner, can catch I, the ball out of the backfield. I All right, Walker. I picked him up on the waiver wire a couple of years ago. Yeah, he's not bad. No, no. Not, okay, so so far, not so far, so good. Yeah. But most of them are hot garbage. <laughs> so in 2014, the Seattle Seahawks selected Garrett Scott O'Lyman from Marshall. How do you think he did? Yep, exactly. No stats. 2015, the Pittsburgh Steelers selected Latarius Walton, D tackle, Central Michigan. He had six career tackles. And last year, 2016, the Cody Core, wide receiver, all Miss. He has 17 career catches so far. I don't know if he's still in this league or not. I didn't bother to look. Oh, excuse me. And 2017.
0: I don't have 2017 here. I don't know why I don't. So, what we boil down to here and the findings yeah. Huck, is out of the last 20 years, mm-hmm. there has been four players? Five? We'll call it five. Mostly five. Because we'll throw a we'll throw web in there. Yeah, okay. There's been five guys in the last 20 years that have had a somewhat serviceable NFL career or have gone on to have a good, solid career in the NFL. Yeah. I agree. Okay. That's that's not bad because—
1: Because you like him so much.
0: (laughs) Well, because some people get all huffy and puffy because the NFL draft is so long. Well, here's why. Because you're still finding guys— In the bottom of the sixth round and into the seventh round of the NFL draft. So you got to draft these guys because you know what? They might turn into a decent player. I agree. It's worth taking a shot and a flyer. Yeah, I might not be on board with all of Belichick's moves of trying to move down the draft and stockpile all these late-round picks, but it can pay off in the long run. Oh, so um, Joe Webb, he did play a little quarterback there. Yep. So (laughs) uh, the Redskins
1: picked uh, center Chase Roller. Okay. So... Time will tell. Yep, so we'll have to wait and see with this gentleman. Time will tell.
0: So yep. that's the last 20
1: years at 199. Yeah, Joe Webb 70, 70 games. Oh, are you still going?
0: <laughs> yeah, he's still going. Played 14 games last year. Yeah, he played okay, quarterback. He, right, I'll,
1: I'll put him in there. I'll
0: put him in there. Yeah, the quarterback, right. 2010. That, had, that was the year. So the past
1: 20 years, we have five people. <laughs> yep. That's awful.
0: <laughs> it is. That's terrible.
1: I mean, it's the sixth round. I mean, I'm not gonna hate on everybody, but Jesus. Yeah.
0: And then next week we're gonna go. We're gonna go back. And we're gonna redraft the 2000 I was, NFL draft. I was, I was looking at that. I'm
1: like, okay. I saw a few names and then I'm like, oh wow, that's a good draft.
0: No, exactly. It was a really good draft. So we're gonna redraft next week because we've said it in previous episodes, the mm-hmm. 2000 NFL draft, and we're gonna do it in which the order that it was picked on draft day. Yeah. yeah, yeah. After all the trades and everything. After all that happy horse crap, right? I had no idea the certain linebacker was drafted by the Bears there. I was like, oh, oh it, two yeah. I thought it was like
1: I thought it was like, oh, 102, he got drafted. That, I was like, all right. That
0: draft is kind of stacked yeah, if you look throughout it. Oh, yeah. And we're just going to give you a, a little heads up here leading into it. The Patriots didn't have a first-round pick that year. Really? They didn't, a, they didn't have a first-round pick. I wonder why. Oh, did we trade them away? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. That's, we traded That's Belichick him. doing we, stuff. <laughs> no, it was actually for Belichick.
1: Oh, really? So this was Pete Carroll.
0: That was, that was part of the deal to the Jets to get Bill Belichick here to the New England Patriots. Worth it. <laughs> we traded. We gave him the first round pick. And the first round pick ended up going to the 49ers. The Jets trade him away. Because the Jets were making moves. Jets had, Jets had a bunch of first-round picks that year. And, the and they still that. suck. <laughs> no, it's amazing. Good <laughs> job, <laughs> Woody Johnson. Yeah. So, we, in the same year, we got two goats. Yeah. We two got goats. two goats. Yeah. For a first-round pick. Hell of a price to pay. I like that. <laughs> I didn't even think of it like <laughs> Highway that. Highway robbery yeah, right there. Thank you, New York Jets. Y'all got shafted on that one. That's Whatever, amazing. dude. Sucks to suck, man. Yeah, it does. That's all I got to say. Mm-hmm. It sucks to suck. So, this moves on to our next thing. Every year, Channel Media and Market Research does uh, a New England Sports Survey. So they send out uh an email. They poll 15,000 people. Okay. And now the results are out. Oh, you printed out all the sheets? No, I couldn't find the full results. They don't have them posted anywhere. I have the
1: email. <laughs> I have the email Rich gave me. <laughs> of For the full the full 80, results. 83,
0: yeah. What she you told me. Oh. God damn it! We do it the second
1: half, or we could move forward and do the no, past part? down you want? That's
0: definitely this is something I'd like to talk okay, about right. two weeks in a row. Oh, okay, we could do that because I'm gonna I'm gonna go off of uh, the Globes. Chad Finn wrote up here All right. because he had he he pulled out some of the key points that I'd really look at. I'd want to look at. So with that, I'll go through the email and I'll find some of those like little niche things. You didn't see Dude and Bird show on there anywhere, did you? Not <laughs> even close. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think we cracked top one hundred. <laughs> oh uh, that's so funny all of a sudden dude and bird just take over and be like oh falgram and Maz didn't get number one radio program it was the dude and bird who the hell are these guys they're not even on the damn radio
1: the fix is in the noodles are boiling in the water you can't take them out now
0: <laughs> uh, so the most popular team in New England mm-hmm. obviously hello yeah 51% they pulled nice Second place? Sox,
1: yeah, I saw it.
0: Yeah, at 24%. Mm-hmm. Pretty good.
1: Okay. Then it's back and forth with the Celtics and Bruins.
0: Yeah. Bruins are at 13%, and Celtics were at 10 Damn. Yeah. But obviously, there's most of the people in this area are Patriots fans. Yeah. And some of them, yeah, they are Red Sox fans. They either grew up think, as fans or yeah, they, no, they, they kind of grew into liking fans, the team.
1: Yeah. Because I love the Red Sox growing up. I love the Patriots growing up, even though they sucked.
0: Yeah. Obvi- and, and I was
1: just growing up watching the Bruins at my dad. It was just frustrating to watch. It was just like, Grr!
0: yeah, right now what were they UPN thirty eight? Yep, is that what they used to be on? <laughs> the
1: Game is on, E V thirty
0: eight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we used to like that channel. We used to always watch uh, Pinky and the Brain on there. I think yeah. it was on there. No, WB fifty six. Yeah, it was WB fifty six. WB fifty six, dude. We should have a whole.
1: We could have a whole topic of that. I know the all these
0: poor defunct uh, television stations shows. here.
1: In Boston area. That'd be hilarious.
0: Yeah. We used to watch a ton of them on those channels. Mm-hmm. Tiny Toons. Who do you think was the, the favorite owner of everybody? craft oh, Hands down. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's done the best job over the team at 75%. Damn. Yeah. I didn't,
1: know, I didn't look at that stat.
0: Nope. And then uh Coach Bill Belichick received 77% of the vote.
1: Oh, Boston coaches? And, uh, yeah. Yeah, come on.
0: Obviously. This is my favorite thing that uh, Chad Finn pointed out. Bruins president Cam Neely received 3% of the vote, down 32% from three years ago. So this dude went from 35% to three. <laughs> because
1: all the bad moves he's making, that's all it comes down to. Yep,
0: the mismanagement of the team. Exactly. That oh, and Tyler, the Tyler report. Sagan trade definitely is kicking him in the goods there. That was before 2014, though, right? Wasn't it? Yeah, but yeah. people are still going to hold that against him. Oh, yeah, them. yeah, absolutely. Like
1: absolutely. me. Oh, I, I I, totally agree. If we still had him on the team, we'd be— Would we make the Stanley Cup 2013? We probably would have went back, like, maybe another year or two. We'd still be playoff uh, uh, Stanley Cup contenders if you're still on the team. I'm yep. serious. But that's all Chirelli and—what's-his-face? Who's the head coach? Who was the head coach?
0: I can think Claude of Claude Julian? Julian. And yeah, Julian, yeah. too.
1: See, that's how fast I forgot about him because he went to Montreal.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and here's another pant load that took a hit, too. Red Sox manager John Farrell's approval ratings are trending the wrong way, according to Finn. Duh. Yeah. That's because he sucks and should be fired. In 2013. We're in first place you can't get rid of. In him. 2013, you received 25% of the vote to the question which coach/slash manager do you most admire for the way they coach? Slash manage the team. That number dropped to 19% in 2014, 6% in 2015, and it was 4% last year, Ooh. and now it's at 3%. Ugh. Hashtag fire pharaoh. We can't. He's in first place. We can't. Don't care.
1: Maybe after the season, we'll see, but I don't see it happening. He's such a
0: pant load. See you later.
1: <laughs> you really don't like
0: him. No, and obviously it shows that the rest of the people here in New England don't like him either. Because he sucks. I mean, if he's
1: fighting with his bench coaches, hey, we should not use Kimball like this. And obviously they have a disagreement. And I mean, maybe the pitching coaches should have a say in it, but he's the head
0: manager. so yeah.
1: And he was a pitching coach, which makes zero sense. So oh, I know. I don't get how he... Does-
0: he's such a trash bag. I don't
1: know how he handles the bullpen like that. It just makes no sense to me.
0: No, he everything he does makes you scratch your head. Even the ball like base the, running. Yeah, <laughs> or just coming out of the out of the dugout to make a pitching change oh, in the that. middle of an at bat. What are you stupid?
1: <laughs> what the hell was I want? I'm really wondering oh, what was going on through his head.
0: Nothing. Out of brain fart. I was like, dude, what are you doing right now?
1: I saw that live, and there's a Yankee fan behind him with his arm out, like, doing, what are you doing, dude? You can't be doing that. What's he doing? You can't do that. I was dying laughing.
0: He's like, makes up his own rules down there at the ballpark. Get the hell out of here, Get fella. your head on straight. Come on. The playoffs are
1: coming. You got to keep winning, too. We can't blow this freaking four and a half game. Wait, no, we're five now. Five yep. and a
0: half game lead. And, uh... This this one I found kind of interesting. What's there that? was a writing question, Okay. and they wanted you to write in the three greatest Red Sox players of all time. You want to take a guess on on uh, the three the three highest vote getters? Ortiz, obviously. Yep. Yaz. Yep. Oh, uh, Ted Williams, no. Yep. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Oh, Which uh, I, I found this kind of interesting because obviously for, is for Manning or Pedro. So, no, I don't... It just lists the oh, three. Okay, okay, So, Ted Williams yep. was number one. He had 58%. Uh-huh. He was on 58% of the ballots. Okay. David Ortiz was number two, mm-hmm. and he was on 54% of the ballots. And then Yaz was on 51% of the ballots. I want to know what age groups voted the most out of that.
1: Was it, like, 18 to 25, or was it our age group, like, 25
0: to 34? You know what I mean? Yep. Because this... With that question, this might answer Chad Finn's question of how does Williams not get at least 90-something percent? Because of what you want to know, the demographic. Yeah, the, the demographic. Yeah, because, like, me personally, if I was taking the survey, chances are I'm not going to write in Ted Williams or yes. No, because
1: a, you do Ortiz, Pedro, and Marti, Martinez, Manny.
0: You, you do, just name my three guys that I would write in there. Ortiz, Maybe, oh, Nomar, Ramirez, Nomar and too. Martinez.
1: A lot of people love Norma. Yeah, they did. A lot did. of people did love Norma. They did. And this. Mike Greenwell. No, I'm just
0: kidding. <laughs> and this is. Uh, I love him going up. He asked, yeah. How did Jim Rice get 10% against his competition? because Jim Rice sucked. And he bitched and moaned his way into the Hall of Fame. That's all I knew. He wasn't Go that on. good. Go off. Keep so that's <laughs> why he didn't get more than that, because he sucks. And people know that. And the younger generations don't give a crap about Jim Rice. 'Cause I know my friends and I and all the people around my age don't give a crap about Jim Rice. They don't. They could give they could give a flying F about him. Good. And I good still don't and I never will. So that answers your question. That's why he didn't, because right. he isn't one of the greatest Red Sox to ever play. <sighs> Stupid. I like him on the mic. He's good. I give him that. Yeah. I think he's better on the mic than he was as a baseball player. All right. I have no problem <laughs> but, with Jim Rice. No. I do. He does but, nothing <laughs> Not that
1: he does nothing for me. I mean, just okay. Just another. Red Sox yeah, you have no
0: reason to really hate on him no, I, like I do. No. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> hey, Someone yeah, has wait. to be full of some hate around here. That's fine. Hey, I got well, I, mean, I get plenty me. of hate boiling <laughs> just inside of him. <laughs> <laughs> so this, this I found. I, I really like this one. For the second straight year in a row, Red Sox color analyst Dennis Ackersley was named the favorite TV play-by-play announcer or color guy. Good, because he tells it how it is. Exactly. Exactly. He
1: doesn't buy into the Red Sox propaganda of "oh, be nice to the guy." No, no, I'm gonna say it how I see it. Basically, yep. I respect
0: that. And and really, there's only it boils down to three teams because the Pats don't have that. They don't have their own television crew. No. And the Revolution, no one watches them. No, <laughs> Who cares? Whatever. Sorry, guys.
1: The guy got their own studio. Yeah.
0: So then, coming in at number two mm-hmm. was Jack Edwards. With twenty okay. percent of the vote. All right. Okay, so he lost by five percent. Mike Gorman got nine percent. What? Yeah. Oh, and Finn Finn made it a point to say that it should be higher. It's no. I'm I I totally agree with, that. agree with that. It should be. I would put Gorman ahead of Jack. Yeah, I would. But that's too. just because Jack's homerism kind of bothers me sometimes.
1: Yeah, he goes over the top a lot.
0: Yeah, and speaking of that, Dave gosha is gone. Yeah, he's I'm- going to be the the TV play by play guy for the Las Vegas Golden Knights. Nice. So Congrats thank you. you. Thank you to Gosha uh, <laughs> for helping bring the Bruins to life over across across our radio dials. Yeah. He was awesome. It he was, was he... one of my favorites. He was so good.
1: And he's <laughs> when Touch of Rich had him in to do the movie reviews, I was dying a lot. Yeah. They replayed he... that this week. He was if you great. Have a listen, take a look. He
0: was a great guy. Take a listen at it. So please. best of luck in Vegas. So now <laughs> there's a job opening. Do you want it?
1: I couldn't, I, dude. I try calling it hockey. It is hard,
0: dude. Play by play, no. Oh, it's, hockey, it's I, tough trying I, to go, dude. I, We're going left to right across your radio dials here on oh. ninety-five. The sports hub, dude. Boston's I could flagship station. Blah blah blah. Yeah, you got to go all in. You know, <laughs> we should record. We should just put on a hockey game, and we'll do. I'll do play by play, and you can do color, oh, and we'll God. record it, dude. It'd <laughs> be right. hilarious. Oh, I'd be so bad at it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I did it in college, and I'm like, yeah, there goes the puck. It, uh, and he shoots his scores. I'm like, oh, so bad. <laughs> the puck's behind the net. They're just fighting for it right now. I'm like, oh, so bad. He just got bad. stuck in the goods. Yeah. Like,
0: they're uh, in a scrum tough. right now trying Hockey, to get, like, Hockey's definitely the toughest play by play thing. Personally, I, I would do... like to do color. Mm-hmm. I would, I'd rather do color over play by play. I can do basketball, football, no problem.
1: Baseball's everyone. It's easy to baseball, but you just got to. Filling the time with talking, that's the only thing that sucks.
0: And then our homie, mm-hmm. Scott Zolak, yeah. took home the same thing for the radio side of the question, who was uh, the the um, your favorite play-by-play color person on the radio side. Oh, okay, okay. Zolak took that one home. Obviously. At uh, 18%. 18. So, it was, oh, probably, so it, was, it was probably scattered. All right. Because think about all, every team is on the radio. Yeah. They all have their broadcasts. Mm-hmm. And other, other than Zolak, who would you put as your number two? I love Zoe's color. I like, they're, they're my favorite tandem on the radio. Mm-hmm. Because I think Sosie calls a hell of a game. I don't listen to Celtics on the radio. He calls a hell of a game. They're pretty good. No, I
1: know they are, but I don't listen, like, I don't, yeah. I'm not, most of the time I'm not listening on the radio. I'm a big fan of, uh, I mean, I'll listen to Zolak, but, like, it depends on Bruins. Yeah, I'll, I'll go Goshen.
0: I'm it. a big fan of Castiglione on the Red Sox cast. too. Okay. Sometimes see, I, I'll mute the Red Sox game on the television and put the radio on. A lot of people do that because I like him. Even uh, with the Patriots? Uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> the <laughs> no, it's true.
0: Are. Yeah, and they want to listen to Jim Nance or whoever the Jabron is calling the game. Then now get out of here. And they don't care about the delay either. No, it's fine with me. I could care less because you're going to get more on the color side from the radio because you have to describe it The people can't see it. Mm-hmm. So it takes it to a whole nother level. It's kind of cool. Whatever. I go Zola so like Gosher. And then
1: um, Red Sox and Celtics.
0: Yeah. That's fine. All right. Radio. Favorite sports writer was uh, Globe columnist Dan Shaughnessy with 19%. Really? Yeah. I'm shocked by that. I'm not.
1: No, I mean, I'm not hating no, on him yeah. at all, but I'm just, I'm like, there's so many other, like, Chris Boston Gaspar Globe guys. came
0: in right behind him okay. at 16%. All right. And then Mike Reese came in third at 14 I I figured Reese would be above him for some reason. I don't know I why. I don't know. I don't know. I like, but I like all. I, yeah. all. Yeah. tells it how it is.
1: People don't like it. So you can
0: mix and match those guys in real life okay. on your own perspective if yeah, you really wanted to. And then the Sports Hub's own, Michael Felger was named favorite personality with 19%.
1: That's I find that shocking because he has so many haters. But yeah, the haters are listening.
0: Exactly, that's dude. Fine. The haters listen because they like him yeah. as a personality.
1: Yeah, as a personality. Yep. I, I mean, I like I Felger want people too. to hate me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like, I like Felger because he's not from around here and he tells it how it is. Yeah. And some people can't no, handle he's good. that. I'm from here, and I tell it how it is, and some people can't handle it.
0: Yep. No, exactly. <laughs> and then the Felger and Maz radio program was voted the favorite radio show at 25%. Mm. All right. <laughs> yeah. I no, because outside of that, who would you put? Like, obviously. It depends on the time slot. Like, no, your favorite across the whole All right, all right. The whole thing, like, unbiasedly. 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 Oh, don't. Oh. Yeah. I don't want to put you in no, any uh, binds. Uh, here. Uh, uh,
1: no comment. I will I will say No comment. <laughs> I will say
0: I'm an avid listener of that show. huh. And then my next one is I not know, I really like T N R. Yep. I hate Dennis um I hate Kirk and Callahan. Yep. I can't stand them. They get into too much political bullcrap. I yeah, can't listen. I don't know. I don't have I don't time. If I want to hear that, I'll listen to RKO or NPR radio <laughs> or something. I don't need to hear that on my sports talk radio show. No, you don't. It's fine. Screw that nonsense. I agree. Whatever. It's cool. Keep politics out of friggin' sports. Yep. I like Zoe and Beatle. They're all right. Yeah. Beatle gets to me sometimes. but A lot of
1: people have been telling me that. Yeah. Beetle gets on my nerves. Oh, I'm like, all right. You guys hated Gresh when he was here. Now you're hating Beetle. Same I loved Gresh, dude. I, I loved, loved him too. Gresh. But a lot of people I talk to are like, I can't stand Gresh. When I'm home, I. Like, tell me. Just explain. Sit down and explain to me why you hate him. They have no. Like, everyone I say, like, I hate this guy. Okay, why? Tell me why. Why yep. do you hate him? And no one gives me an, an avid answer. No.
0: It's just ridiculous. Yep.
1: If you want to hate him, somebody, you, you got to have some sort of, like, I hate cool. Yeah, I've told you a yep. million times why I don't like her. I'm a big fan, <laughs> I'll say, of
0: Lou. I like Lou Maloney. Okay. I think he's good on there. Christian's really not bad.
1: I really don't listen to EI.
0: Glenn's not like what he used to be. I liked it when it was the big O in the afternoon drive at the Winer line. That's bad. That's when I really got into Sports Talk Radio. Thanks, Pops. So we're going to go commercial-free here today on the Dude and Bird Show. All right, cool. All right? Yeah. We're just going to bust right through this. All right. Because you know what? We're powered here on the Dude and Bird Show by Greater Boston Fitness. There we go. That's so it. make sure you go check them out at 321 Charger Street. Oh, yeah, I, forget, I keep forgetting the check. That's fine, dude. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. Because right. the SoundCloud fees are paid for anyways on the credit card. No, it just ends up go turns around and pays with a credit card. Sweet. No big deal. Awesome. Yeah. So now we're going to move on to the Patriots' pat down. All right. Camp, they're moving in. They have their second game tonight. Today's Saturday. Hello. Uh, against the uh, the Texans. What do you think about teams? Because my buddy was asking me about this the other day. Okay. How do you feel about joint practices?
1: I'm all right with it. Yeah, I mean, uh, it has uh, it has its positives and negatives. Negatives is like, oh, you get to feel these guys out, but they don't play each other in the regular season, and maybe the playoffs, which I don't see the Jaguars making the playoffs. Yeah, <laughs> Texans, yes, obviously they make it. Yeah, but like if the two playoff contended teams, like they gotta feel each other out. I know it's August, and come January, February, that's two totally different teams. But still, yeah, like you get an individual feel for that person whether you're playing offensive linemen or D tackle. Yeah, you know what I mean, you feel them out. And pro- have they evolved since August to January when they make it in the playoffs? These both teams, I think they both will. yeah, absolutely. But you know, but you have like a mentality of what to expect from them and what they have evolved into in these past few months. So I'm going with that. Oh yeah, that's the only downside I see of that. Other than that, I think it's cool. Like they were, get, they get trade jerseys and stuff, shoot the shit, and because you fun shouldn't stuff.
0: be you shouldn't be afraid of giving away plays because you're not going to show them. Big, no, no, in the pre- it's preseason. Exactly. You're not going to show them the stuff you've been working on privately in your own facilities. No. You're not going to do that. It's going to be pretty basic play calling because you want to get a good look at your guys. Mm-hmm. You're not really like, yeah, you're concerned about their guys because you've seen over recent years Belichick pick up a guy that's been dropped by a team that they've had a joint practice with. Mm-hmm. He does it every year. Oh, yeah. So, but you're still really doing it for the own look and for your play is good because they get a different competition because you're, you're a tackle mm-hmm. and I'm a, I'm a D end. I'm going against you every day in practice. Yeah. I want to go against someone different. Yeah.
1: To get better at con- your competition. Yeah. get better and involved as a player. I want different looks. Like we, I used to do it in high school and college. We played high school teams and college teams that we didn't play in the regular season all the time. Like we always played Coast Guard. Yep. Um, Massachusetts Maritime, like, all the time during, at Curry. We never played them during the regular season. No. Nope. And yeah. I was okay with that. No, there's always – we used to always co- do scrimmage. that too. Yeah, I, I'm, every team Sports. does it locally, yeah. league, No, you do.
0: Yeah, Whether it's joint practices or it's scrimmages. Mm-hmm. And Love the scrimmages it. are great too because now you you don't know or you don't have an idea of some of their play call of what they might be doing against your formation. Yeah, but they have – It's the, cool. It gives you a different look. It's a
1: variety. And basically, like, if it's been the same coaching staff from that opposite team, you have tape on them. Yeah, we go watch that. If it's a different coach that comes in, you, obviously you get that tape from the other school or college, and basically play those tapes. All right, this is the defense he runs. This is the offense he runs. It's really like not that big of a deal. I mean, no. when it comes down to it. But all you gotta do is just a little research. Like exactly. if, I, if I just came into the college scene, you have no idea what I'm doing, buddy. No.
0: <laughs> True. <laughs> It's, it's an interesting conversation because you can have, or people are worried because they're going to get hurt or something.
1: It's going to happen regardless. Exactly. It doesn't matter if it's preseason or friggin'
0: week 12 in the NFL. In any sport, you have a chance to get hurt. Yeah. No matter if it's a scrimmage or a regular game, preseason But there's always that I, chance. I
1: agree we shouldn't have four preseason games, though. I think we should have like at least two. Four is too much.
0: Yeah, four is a little much. Have two, longer- Two or three would be good. Or have a little like you were just gonna go have a little longer of a uh, training camp.
1: Yeah. Oh, that
0: sucks. No, I feel both place. <laughs> Dude,
1: yeah, but yeah, training camp sucks. I don't care if it's Papawana High School. No, college, totally. But you still sucks.
0: You're still gonna have your free. You'll have more free time though if you mm-hmm. do it that way because you're not gonna have to account for a game and travel and all that. Just shave shave one or two and add add a week of training camp because mm-hmm. now the restrictions are out of control Yeah, across all formats of football, every level. Mm-hmm. Like there's no more two a days in high school is nothing. Or while now actually, let me, let me uh, go back. It is a two a day, but one session is the on field practice. The other session is film room lifting and all of that. Oh, is it? Yeah. Cause I was talking to a guy I work with at the supermarket. He is, he's a coach at Westwood high. All right. And I was asking, I was talking, he coaches like club teams too. He like, travels, like, they'll go play a tournament in Texas or whatever. He's, like, one of those kind of oh, guys. Oh, um,
1: semi-pro football?
0: Yeah, like the young kids, yeah, though. Yeah. Like, oh, young. wow. Okay. Like high school. Like it's AAU like th- for football? Yeah, exactly. Jeez. Exactly. And, um... Why? I was, uh, I asked That's him about, I'm like, do you guys still do two-a-days? And he's like, no. He's like, so the first session, we'll go out, uh, we'll be in the weight room, we'll be watching video, we'll be watching tape, all that, blah, blah, blah. Then we'll have our lunch... And then we'll go hit the field so then we can work on everything that we were watching in the film room and all that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, so that makes sense because before, like when we were in high school. Oh, no, forget it. You were out there for two Ready? A days. Ready? <laughs> my freshman year in high school,
1: two weeks of camp. Yeah. Okay, it, it sucked. Oh, yeah, I can and imagine. Then my, then my um sophomore year was a week, thank God, two days. They Still awful. My junior year was like five days and my senior year was like a weekend. It was nuts. Huh. Like it went from like two weeks, within four seasons, it went from two weeks to a weekend. It was crazy. I mean, the Cape Cod, Cape Cod what was the name of the camp? Cape Cod Sea Camp, I think it was called. I can't remember. It was
0: awful. I could see it now. I just want to burn it to the ground with fire. Did you come up with uh, three players to watch here down the stretch of camp? Uh, No, I didn't. But
1: probably a couple. We need a D-lineman. They're falling everywhere. Okay. And what's his face just tear up his knee.
0: Yeah, Wise? Yeah. No, yeah. it wasn't Wise. Was it Wise? I don't know, he's, no, someone he's done.
1: tore up his name. On,
0: he's done. But either way, I have I have my three players to watch: Eric watching? Rowe, okay, and Cyrus Aviris. Obviously, because they're going to be competing for that nickel slot there.
1: I, I'll take Rowe. I'd rather take Rowe with Cyrus Aviris. The yeah,
0: these are the uh, through I'm, the end of okay. camp. These are my guys, and my last, one, my other one is Dwayne Allen. All right, because I think he could bring a different look to that offense when you roll in these two tight end sets yeah. here. Drunk in him. Even, yep.
1: even Mar- uh, Martellus, Bell-
0: Martellus Bellant. Martellus Even Bennett last year. Yep. No. that's He's my other guy to keep an eye on. Those are my three players to watch because one of those corners is going to earn that spot there mm-hmm. at the nickel slot. And then what is Cyrus Aviris going to fall off or is he going to actually become something in, during his sophomore year here as a New England Patriot?
1: So I'm going to pick three off the top of my head. I'm going to watch for Cox. He's gonna be, hopefully he's just a fancy football beast. But yeah, Bray's going got to throw it to the open guy. so many weapons he has. Defensively, I'm going to watch Hightower say how he does.
0: Yeah, when's he going to hit the field? Mm-hmm. I mean, come on.
1: No, that's fine. If it's preseason BS, him and Gronk, I don't care if they touch the field. Yeah, but he's
0: got to practice, dude. Oh, he's not practicing? He hasn't, he hasn't. I don't know if he's been out there recently. I haven't heard that he's that he's bad out there.
1: Oh, okay. I wasn't aware of this situation. Yeah. i lost the guys downstairs. Uh, my third guy, who do I want to watch? Who's going to step up on the D-line? Because it's been quiet and everyone's getting hurt. Yep. I'm not going to name names. I'm just going to watch the D-line.
0: The whole thing. The whole, whole unit.
1: All four of them. All four. All three. Grandma. Yeah.
0: Would you keep three quarterbacks?
1: Yeah, why not? It worked last year. Braves was spending four games. Yep. Jimmy G was out there doing his thing. Then he got hurt. Then Bishop came in, did his thing.
0: Yeah, because people have been throwing crap against the wall saying we should shave one of the quarterbacks no. so we could keep someone else on the roster. No. Uh-uh. No. I'm with you there.
1: Okay, if we have... Brady goes down, we have Grapple and Grapple goes down again. We get rid of Bishop, who's going to play QB. Yep. Elman? No, exactly. Okay, I'm okay with Elman playing QB. Yeah. I'm How down. many steps does he take? <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> all right. What are we going to run? The friggin' not the wishbone. What was that offense? Oh, my God. Wildcat. We'll go wild, yeah. wildcat with Elman. Mm-hmm.
0: You never know <laughs> with all these running backs Yeah. So this brings us oh, boy. to... Mm-hmm. The most anticipated segment of the show here okay. on the Dude and Bird Show. This week's Slammin' banger of the Week award. Oh boy! Goes to Ooh. the new ringside reporter. Oh yeah, of our Boston Bruins, Miss yes. Alex Kramer. Hello. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you got that right. Hello's right. Go check this chick out, man. Woo! She's a smoke. Absolutely smoking hot, dude! Wow. So we didn't even know we we didn't even notice this here. I I brought to your attention. Yeah, I didn't even know Sarah Davis left Nesson earlier this summer, but she did. So now they reported her with this check. She's approximately 26 years old. It's not listed anywhere. You know, mm-hmm. she went to the University of Georgia. In, Georgia, yeah. She's a Bulldog.
1: All right. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah. What the hell she, was that? She do not look like a bulldog though. <laughs> That's for sure.
1: Was that a bulldog grunt you just tried to
0: do? Yeah. That was awful. She was a big time soccer player okay. growing up, playing clubs. She was in the Olympic developmental and all that. But a pair of in- injuries plagued her college playing hopes. Knees? Poor thing. <laughs> Knees and ankles? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> Depends on what was going on. But most recently, she was the uh, in-arena host for the Philadelphia Flyers over the last two seasons. All right. So she's seasoned. Okay. She's been with a big club, big team, mm-hmm. a lot of Flyers fans out there. So oh, yeah. she, she'll she have a good feel of the land here in, in the Bruins area.
1: If you're if you get broken into the NHL, might as well go with the Flyers first. Yep.
0: The, the Flyers Definitely. So she's loosened up now. She's loose, baby. <laughs> She also covers uh, the New York City uh, FC MLS team during the summers. All right. And uh, according to the Nessun release here, she's also going to serve as a reporter and host and deliver regular reports on Nessun's news programming. So either way, you're going to see the slam and slew regularly on Nessun, as you should, because she's smoking hot.
1: Yeah, she's a beautiful girl.
0: Now this brings me to my question for you, Bird. Oh,
1: no. Put me on the spot.
0: Alex Kramer... Or Casey Smith. How dare you? Yeah. I'm taking Casey.
1: Yeah, I don't know much about this other girl, so I'm gonna have to watch and, you know, analyze her like I did with Casey. Uh, even Break though even down.
0: though Alex Kramer's a brunette, I'm still taking my girl Casey. I'm gonna go with Casey Smith. But She's a Sm-
1: oh she's so But hot. Kramer's
0: Kramer's I'm gonna watch her. Yep. So welcome to Boston, Alex Kramer. We reached out to her on Twitter, we we slid up in her DM trying to get her on here. But she never responded. Should I put on the birdcage so lose?
1: For not even responding back to us just with a simple no. Yeah. All right.
0: Oh, double feature. Double feature. Double feature. Might have a triple feature. <laughs> I hate that noise. How you a... get rid of that noise? I hate that. <laughs> this God. is the first time thing occurred here on the Dude and
1: Bird show. So, birdcage passing that because he thinks it's worth $8
0: million. Look at perfect. We have the new Bruins sideline reporter. And a Bruins player, both in the bird cage. Yep. Maybe they're gonna make Whoopi in there.
1: I think they're in separate cages. Sorry to disappoint you. Uh, this is a triple right. Sorry, X Passenok,
0: you're not getting your dinky stinky here in <laughs> the Dude and Bird show.
1: So he's making more than Milan Lucic, Ryan Johnson, Victor Hedman, Brad marshant, Marshmont, I like saying that. Right. David Backs, Louis Erickson. Joe Thor and, and TJ Yoshi, no, you, yeah, no. No, you shouldn't be making more money than these guys. No. You have to earn it, buddy. That's You have right. to earn it. So she's going in the birdcage for not responding back to us, which is oh, – that's a double feature. I like that. She's in the birdcage and just slamming yep. a Okay, that's fine. And the third guy is Chapman because he keeps crapping himself every time he comes to Fenway. He can't pitch himself <laughs> out of <a laughs> The friggin- birdcage is filling up today. Yeah, this, those are my three because Chapman he sucks. right, I'm down with that. Dude, I he just issue. craps his bed whenever he plays at Fenway. He can't hang in Fenway, dude. I'm telling you. Whenever he comes to Fenway, he just just freezes. I don't know what it is. Like, dude, do your research? Do watch tape on us, will you?
0: Yep. He just craps himself every time. Yeah, cuz Pasinac obviously, the Bruins, the Bruins, I don't know if we've heard this yet, but the Bruins offered him a 6-year, $36 million deal. <sighs> so that's why Birds going off about him because allegedly he wants $8 million. No, stop it. So those stop guys it. that he went no. off we're in the $8 million range. Mm-hmm. Okay. These are some of the guys with are uh, within the range that the Bruins offered him his pay. Okay. Right? Yep. Joe Povalski. Okay. Matt Duchesne. All right. Logan Couture. Mm hmm. Thomas Tatar. I don't know who that is. <laughs> Riley Smith. I know the Riley Smith. Taylor Hall. Okay. Yep. Nathan Horton. John Tavares. Horton
1: has a who? Sorry. How I say Jeff that? Skinner.
0: Okay. Jordan Eberle. Jordan Stahl. All right. Mark Stahl, Tyler Sagan, Ryan Nugent-Hopkins. No, wait, Sagan should be making more money than him. So that's $6 million. That's $6 million. No, Sagan should be
1: making way more money than him. Yeah, but
0: Sagan also took a good deal when he was here in Boston. That's true. So those are the guys in the ballpark that he got offered of a deal. He definitely fits in that range. You think you're in the $8 million range, Pasanak, of some of the guys that you said, like Thornton Oshie? Louis Erickson back as Marshman, No. no, no Pound stop sand. It. No. No, you want to, you want to do it, earn it, go out and get points. Exactly, make plays. One year, one year doesn't make you an eight million dollar player. No, sorry,
1: no, no, two or three is. You know, Stupid. you're not Wayne Gretzky, buddy. You need to relax with that nonsense. So, in the Burke is Alex Kramer for not getting back to us. Just a simple, simple no would have been nice. <laughs> Poshenak, yeah, and Chapman because he's a little bitch you can't handle the Boston crowd. Yeah,
0: we already went over that. All right. That's a case of when the host's not listening to themselves. <laughs> oh, I, man, I'm not whatever. Just, I'm in the world. The top the number ten highest paid guy in the NHL is Lundqvist. Okay. At nine and a half. Solid goalie. Nine and a half million. Yeah. So you're saying for another mill and a half you should be in that in that no. ballpark. If you went no. from eight to nine? No, get out of here. No. Pound sandbro. Would you trade for Kyrie Irving? allegedly he wants to come to the Celtics. Who That's the word that he, on the street.
1: Who, wait, who said he wants to come to the Celtics? Because I'm hearing rumors that he, he has nothing to do with Boston.
0: Well, the guys in Cleveland are saying this. So, whatever. Should People call, from the organization.
1: Should we call Casey one week and find out?
0: People in the organization. Well, it doesn't matter if he wants to come here or not. Would you make a trade for him? Who are we giving him? Whoever you want. <laughs> no, seriously. Because I would, I would give him. I'd give him it and Crowder. And I'll throw in a first-round pick, not the Brooklyn. Brooklyn, no, Not no. the Brooklyn. Not the Brooklyn. I'll give one. you the LA or the Kings, whoever. I'll give you another first-round pick, just not that one. All right. Or if you want, if, I'll give them if you really want one of the young bucks, I'll turn around. I don't want to give him Jalen Brown. No, 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 no. He's gonna be if a, they really want, solid. I'll give him Tatum, and I'll give him a first-round pick, but you give me Kyrie because then I'm going to turn around. I'm going to trade IT to another team so I can get back some more assets because they're not going to be able to coincide. That's just my theory. All right, he's oh. the second best point guy in the league. Tatum, no, Who? Kyrie oh, Irving. Oh, I thought you were talking about my yeah. No, he's the second best this. point guy in the league. Okay, behind Jeez. Westbrook. All right, I might even argue that he might be better than Westbrook. But Westbrook is such a great no, he, rebounder he, from the point.
1: He he gets triple doubles like every other game. Yeah, like he, he's on another level. Yeah. I is. I like. It's me. Westbrook is a bad guy. Westbrook- would you
0: trade for him? Would you give away assets to some of the young talent to get a guy like Kyrie Irving here? How old is Kyrie Irving? How old is uh, he? He's like mid to late 20s.
1: Okay. Yeah. If he's like 27, 28, yeah, sure. Then we will get like three, four good years out of him.
0: Yeah. I would definitely do it. i I give up whatever But uh,
1: What's he like mentally? Is he good? Is he like. Is he psycho? Is he a good person? Is he a great teammate? Is he a team player? I don't know, and I guess he allegedly he wants, at Cleveland. He wants
0: to play with Gordon Hayward, too, because I guess he was trying to recruit Hayward back in the day. Nice. So, you never know, man. I would love ugh.
1: Oh, my God. Imagine Hayward and him on the same squad. Ugh. That'd be crazy. Yep. There'd be, like, no ego. Like, let's just do, like, like the 07, 08 Celtics.
0: Because LeBron's going to be defense. leaving, so Cleveland has to truly, really look to the future right now.
1: I don't know what the Cleveland owner's thinking. Like, no. Wouldn't you want to keep LeBron from the a few more years and Yeah, but d- it's on
0: him if he wants to stay there or not. It doesn't matter what They're not, the not meshing well. It doesn't matter what Cleveland wants. The Bron- button heads. Bronny's leaving anyways, dude. I'm telling you. He's going to L.A. Yeah, I'm telling you. Watch. we are go all going to go to L.A. <laughs> Paul George is going to go there. He's going to go there. Durant's gonna opt out of the Warriors. He's gonna go there. they're no, all gonna go stop it. They're all just gonna go there. I just dude. feel like
1: I just feel bad for these small markets that will never have these
0: players like a super team. No, like that. it's stupid. There's no there's
1: And we have no one to blame but the
0: original big three. That's right, baby. We'll <laughs> like right. one out of
1: it though. That's Only one. True. You wanna talk about your boy putting his number in the rafters real quick?
0: Oh yeah, Paul Pierce. Getting his number 34 retired. Mm-hmm. That's huge. That's awesome. Yes, it is. What is it? February 11th or something like yep. that against the Cavaliers? Perfect. Tickets are already skyrocketing for that Obviously. game. Yeah. <laughs> but, hey, congratulations. I'm glad. Now, hopefully, they don't turn around and retire again. In no, they don't. They Paul shouldn't. They That's shouldn't. It. I'm just they pissed shouldn't. that they're doing it so friggin' soon again. It's like the Red Sox. It's like, dude, you just retired last year.
1: We just retired at 34. Now we're putting another one up. He can just wait?
0: retired. Last, he, <laughs> like, Pierce just retired. Like, you're already announcing this. Like, come on. Can we have, like, a little delay here to build some anticipating and, like, get the fans talking about it a little bit? Is that, is that a big thing to ask for?
1: Since we're about Big Poppy, uh we're getting rid of Yankee way. How are we doing on time? All right. So, Yankee way, what do you want to call it? Because I said Till Williams way. I said Jackie Bradley Jr. way. Teddy Ballgame Way, Dude and Bird Show Way. Yeah. B to the Arsenal. Honestly, way. I <laughs> I
0: have no issue with the name. I would just keep it how it is because that's been its name forever. Don't fix it if it ain't broke.
1: All right. That's all on you. Yep. So,
0: we'll talk about SummerSlam real Because I honestly don't really care about it. Actually, we have to introduce this new segment. Oh,
1: yeah. Let's do that quick.
0: Yep. Yeah. Yep, yep. Hello. My bad. All right. Hit it, Franklin. The dude thinks a candy bar shouldn't cost more than a dollar. Bird will do anything just for food. Add them both together, and you got just for food for a dollar right here on the Dude and Bird Show. So stick around because they're going to try something new right now. That's right, baby. Good job, it's a Franklin. New segment. Yeah, great job, Franklin. Ooh, what do you got? So every week from now, we're going to go to the store. We're going to get something that's a dollar and we're going to try it and let you know how it is. So today. We have the hostess fudge-covered Twinkies. Ooh. I found these at the supermarket. It was a point-of-purchase item. All right. So, they're covered in fudge. Bird and I are each going to try a bite of it, Ooh, and we're going to review it here live on the Dude and Bird Show. Oh, oh, yeah, dude, they're <laughs> pretty big. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, dude. It's like a huge dump.
1: <laughs> it does look like a huge dump. Yeah, it
0: does. <laughs> you could have used Hold this on, as a little floater in the pool.
1: Hold on. We'll t- let's take a picture and we'll put on the...
0: Yeah, Instagram and all that fun stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got to get it on the Twitter. Big dump. <laughs> all right, we're going to try these things right now. All right.
1: Oh, God. I like the texture of the chocolate. Mm-hmm. And now it tastes good, but like, the initial bite of the chocolate's awful.
0: Yeah, it seems a little stiff. hmm <laughs> <laughs> It's good. Tastes like a regular Twinkie.
1: Chocolate. Oh, the chocolate tastes so generic. Mm. Does that make sense? Like a like a ghetto yeah. cho- like a ghetto chocolate, mm, like a like, plain
0: ass chocolate. If it was like a Hershey, if it was Hershey
1: chocolate, that'd mm. be more amazing. Mm. Not oh. bad. I bet they'd be really
0: good out of the fridge. No, you don't think so? Uh, cold, maybe. Yeah, could use a glass of milk though. Yeah, me too. You didn't think so. <laughs> no. Whatever. Really good though. Mm. I definitely dry it. Well worth a dollar.
1: I'm not buying. It. No, I wouldn't buy it. I'm not buying it. No, no. All right. It tastes a little weird with the chocolate. It does. I don't <laughs> like the initial chocolate. I just don't. <laughs> mm. So we could do an El press rating.
0: Yeah. Sure. I guess. I don't know. This is our first segment, so we're gonna have to work the king. Yeah. Let's. All right. What do you want to give it? Oh, dollar scale. Oh yeah. Let's do it on dollar scale. There we go. Uh, how much? Oh, how much How much would you pay for that? 10 cents. <laughs> 10 cents? <laughs> that wasn't good at all. I'd pay 50 cents. I don't 20, like, 25 I like cents it. a piece. 50 cents. Like I said earlier, the initial chocolate bite was just awful. 50 cents. A dollar. Two. Dollar, it was worth the
1: try, but I wouldn't a, pay the dollar. It was a ghetto chocolate. It was, if yeah. it was like Hershey or some grade A, like Dove chocolate. I'm down, but that was just awful. So, hostess
0: just needs to upgrade the chocolate on these covered, yeah, those the, the chocolate covered Twinkies. Great. Not bad, though. Now I have vanilla frosting on my laptop. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you sure this, that's oh, vanilla frosting?
1: All right, let's get the SummerSlam real quick. It's yep. coming this Sunday. Whole cards out. I'm going to run it down real quick. You, me and you are both going to pick the winners and losers. So the WWE Cruiserweight Champion is Tazawa, And Neville lost it this past Monday in Boston. So who do you like in that one? Neville or Tazawa? Tazawa. All right. Okay. And SmackDown... Live tag team champions, the New Day, are facing off against the Usos in the kickoff show. Ah, uh, New like? Day, you know New about day. me and Bootios. So I ran to Big Cass at Fenway. I told him, "Good luck as you go against Big Show." As Enzo Amore is suspended in a shark cage in Brooklyn, I had to go with that big, uh, big, and uh, big Cass because I I just ran to. Him yeah, I'll go Big Cass. I'll I love you, that. Big Show, but I'm gonna go with Big yeah. Cass.
0: Yeah, Big. He needs a push too. It's
1: his time. Yeah, it's his time to shine. So, good look Big Cass. Right into the Red Sox game the other night. It was, he was a g- really good dude, but he was pissed off all the time because it was the seventh inning and we yeah. just came back. Okay. Randy Orton versus Rusev. Randy Orton. All right. Uh, Naomi versus Natalia. Natalia. Um, Carmella has the Bunny in the Bank briefcase, so she might run in.
0: Bunny in the Bank? Yeah, they did a female, uh, female one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. Raw Women's Champion. Alex. Who do you have in that one? You want Natalia. Not I'll, I'll, no, I'll me. She looks good right now. She's Oop. been putting in some work lately. Oop. Natalia. Yeah. I seen her post a picture. I was like, holy damn. Wow.
1: <laughs> her and Nomi look cut. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, She's a little smoke,
0: a little slam slew banger.
1: Raw Women's Championship, Alexa Bliss for Sasha Banks. Sasha. Yeah.
0: She was at my gym, dude, the other day. That great of Boston Fitness? Yeah. See, everyone goes there. That's why you guys should all check it out, too, at 321 Chargers so You was here
1: last Saturday, because when Boston was in town, I didn't. Oh. My buddy said had a um, Snapchat picture. I've heard it on Instagram and stuff. I was pissed. So Raw Tag Team Champions Sheamus and Cesaro versus Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins. Or mini, a mini Shield reunion. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with the new guys, Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose.
0: Yeah, yeah. They gotta get a
1: push. Then there. we have Bray Wyatt versus the Demons Finn Balor. Not just Finn Balor, the Demon Finn Balor. Because Finn Balor just lost. Oh,
0: it. Finn's winning, dude.
1: Yeah, because Bray Wyatt just won this past Monday. Finn's
0: winning, so the Demons coming back. Oh yeah, it's all Finn. John Cena versus Baron Corbin. Ah, uh, I'm gonna just go Cena just because
1: that's my dude. I, I'm gonna go with Corbin because I okay. think I think John's leaving for another show. I like that. Uh, U.S. title: AJ Styles versus Kevin Owens. Shane McMahon's a special guest referee.
0: Yeah. But what? Who was that one again?
1: AJ Styles versus yeah. Kevin Owens. Shane McMahon's a special
0: guest referee. Ooh. Yeah. Exactly. I hope and I want AJ. Okay. Because I've already expressed that a bunch here on the Dude and Bird Show. I'm a big AJ Styles guy. I'm a, I like Kevin Owens. I like the heel. Now, will Shane get involved in that match? Yeah, absolutely.
1: He will. One way or another. There's always been altercations in SmackDown.
0: Now, do you think he's going to favor someone over the other? I mean, they both hit him in the face. Okay. <laughs> so, you could. I guess it's kind of take your pick
1: that night. Yeah. WWE okay. Championship match. Jinder Mahal versus Shinsuke Nakamura. I think Jinder's going to keep it. I'm going to go with Nakamura. But I can see like a heel, like... Pussy foot and face and yep. these dudes will get involved and DQ and all that fun BS. So Universal Championship: Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns versus Samoa Joe and Braun Strowman. Fail to fall away. Who do you like? Samoa. Samoa. I'll go Braun Strowman. Okay. And Brock Lesnar said he'll leave if he loses the towel. So that's another fact. Yeah, are they writing think, him off right now. Yeah, no, I, don't, I, don't I don't think so. I haven't heard but anything. I, that's on the I like to see. Out. But I can see Brock retaining. But I want to see Braun win it. Sure.
0: That's it. And one last thing before we hit the bricks here. Yep. Are you getting the fight next Saturday? I thought it was this Saturday. No, it's next. It's next Saturday. No, I'm not getting the fight. No, McGregor uh oh, Actually, Mayweather? we, we can
1: talk about it before we meet up. Yeah. Oh, I thought so, it was this week.
0: No, it's next Saturday. Okay, okay. Cuz we might end up uh we might end up recording a different day. We'll talk off air about that. But All right, that's fine. Who do you think's going to win, Mayweather? Yeah, of course he's going to win. Yes. Yeah.
1: I mean, hopefully it's going to be a boring off. So lock
0: match. it in right there. Boring off. You match. heard it Mayweather's going to win on the Dude and Bird show. Mhm. The only way I think McGregor can win is if he gets in there. Surprise punch. Yeah, dude. He lands a couple shots because Mayweather's going to dance around like he always does. And then McGregor's just going to get frustrated. And I feel like he's going to go in and try Uh, to get the kill. And then Mayweather's just going to light his ass up. I
1: think it's going to be a perfect timing punch if he does that. Like, he's going to wait, wait, wait. And just wait for him to make a mistake and just boom, connect him. Mm. Right in the chin, the chin, chin.
0: It's going to be an interesting fight. Mm -hmm. But either way, thank you again, everybody, for tuning in to another episode of the Dude and Bird Show. Make sure you go uh, follow us on Twitter and Instagram and all that other happy horse crap. Make sure you subscribe and review us and all that on iTunes and Google Play. Thank you. So until next week, we hope you enjoy your week, weekend, whenever the heck you decided to listen. Any last words, Bird? Have a great weekend, everybody. All right. Get loud, Boston.